Welcome to podcast number two. Whoop, whoop. We are here, back again. Uh, thanks to those that have listened to my last one. I do apologise, it was super, super long. So this week's podcast is going to be shorter and not as in-depth and detailed. I do go on a lot and I do rant a lot and chat a load of old naff. So if you like that, then carry on listening. If you don't, then I'm sorry. Uh, Move along. So week number two. Technically, it's week number three because we did an introduction. But hey-ho, podcast officially number two. So this week, I am chatting about dealing with anxious dogs. So we all have anxious dogs. Fireworks can set your dog's anxiety off, new people, and men, children, other dogs, etc, etc. Every dog has anxiety, same as people. Every people, every person even, has anxiety. So dogs also suffer with anxiety. And a lot of the times we see that in the dog grooming parlour, whether it's separation anxiety from you as their owner or um, anxiety about the dryers or being washed, anything you can think of, they can all have anxiety about it. So it's so important when you get a new dog or a puppy, preferably when you get a puppy because it's great for them to start off with, it's so important of grooming them from a young age. As soon as they've had all their vaccinations, book them into the parlour. This is because, say say you've never had your hair cut for, say, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, or you're 70 and you're having your first ever haircut. I know your hair would be crazy long, but... It's the same with dogs. If you've never been to the hairdressers or never been to the barbers, the first time you're going to go, if you haven't been for 70 years of your life, you're going to freak the hell out. And it's exactly the same with your dog. If your dog has never been to the groomers before and it's nine, ten years old, the dog's going to freak out when it goes to that groomers because it's something it's never experienced before in its life. So I cannot stress enough at how important it is for if you get a puppy and you think oh well my dog doesn't need grooming till it's a year old etc it does it does need grooming not even if it needs like a an actual haircut etc it just needs to go in for the experience and be able to build that confidence up in the grooming parlor because we see it every day we see dogs that have never been to the groomers and they're six or seven years old and they absolutely freak out because it's a new experience for them. So once they've had their vaccinations, take them into the groomers. So you can either take them in for a puppy introduction groom. A lot of groomers do these puppy intros. It's basically just the basic techniques of grooming in a small capacity. So it's not a long time that your dog's going to be at the parlour for. It's just the simple. So it's the bath, the blow dry, maybe a nail clip and maybe an ear clean. And if your dog's got a long coat, maybe a trim up as well. So we don't actually do a whole full body clip when your puppy is 12 to 14 weeks old because the coat's not ready. They still have their puppy coat. So obviously if they can't see in front of their eyes, then we will trim it for you. But we won't give your dog a full shabam, I don't know, say you've got a poodle. We won't give them a full lamb cut at the age of 14 weeks because it's not suitable for their coat. Their coat is still changing and it's not ready to be cut that style yet. So it's always good to bring them in 
for like a taster session as well. So if you think about taking your dog to groomers or you've bought a beet, a breed even, or you've rescued a breed that you think is going to need regular grooming every four to six or six to eight weeks, then just pop them in for an introduction. So when we've got other customers in, bring your pup in or your rescue dog, just have a chat with us about your dog and bring some treats or we have treats ourselves, bring them in with you and just allow your dog to listen to the noise of the dryer and get an experience of the grooming parlour before their actual appointment. This is a great way for them to slowly get introduced to the grooming world before they can get too stressed or too anxious. They know that if they come in for a taster session, just to say hello, have a have a sniff round, have a nose, then they can then go home. So you'll be there for 5, 10, 15 minutes, maybe maximum whilst we chat about your dog. And that time your dog's there, there is nothing else going on to your dog besides it having a sniff and getting rewarded with a treat. So if you think you've got an anxious dog that might not like the grooming parlour, ask your groomer if they can do that for you. Spend 15 minutes with your dog in the reception area. Obviously, it's a bit harder at the moment because of COVID. So we're trying to reduce the amount of times that we're with customers. But you can always ask if you can leave your dog with us for 5, 10, 15 minutes whilst we groom other dogs. And they might just go and have a lay down so they can just get used to the noise of the dryers. Because the noise to the dryers might not mean much to you, but dogs hearing is, you know, 10 times more efficient than human hearing. So they can hear it a lot louder than we can. We do have things that do protect the hearing if we if, if they are struggling with the noise of the dryer. So we have got things in that in that place, you know, to cover them and protect them and whatnot. So speak to your groomer see what they can help you out with and work with them and also if you're leaving it longer to prevent them from being groomed because you're worried about their anxiety you're actually going to cause them more health problems and more anxiety down the long line so i have got a guide for you i've got 10 steps to help your groomer your dog and yourself into getting over your dog's anxiety when it comes to being groomed. Number one, massaging your dog at home. So get your dining room table, cover it with something that's going to protect your table or your ironing board. Ironing boards are always a good way to put your dog on. So then what you want to do is get your dog, pop it on your table or your ironing board and just start massaging your dog from head to tail. And just start talking to them and encouraging them that it's okay and that they're good and that they're behaving. It's better for you and for the dog that you're putting them at a higher level than the floor. Because when they're on the floor, they're in their territory. Whereas if you put them on a table or on an ironing board, it's now in your territory. And they know that you're going to be doing something for them. Number two is brushing. Brushing, I said in my last podcast, is really important to keep that bond between you and your dog. And if they know that their owners are going to brush their dogs at home on the table or the ironing board, then it's also going to be beneficial that they're going to be brushed at the groomers. So they're building the bond with you at home and then they're going to build that bond. And they know from when they're being brushed at home that it's okay to be brushed in a different environment. It's something that they're used to, something that they know and isn't going to set their anxiety off. 
Number three, plenty of exercise. I get this so often that we have dogs coming into us. What we tend to see a lot of is that clients bring their dogs to us and they say, oh, he hasn't had his morning walk yet. Oh, he hasn't had his afternoon walk yet. Oh, he hasn't been out yet. Nine times out of ten, if you bring your dog to us and they have not been out for their morning walk or been even out in for the garden for a toilet break, they're going to soil themselves when they get to the groomers, which isn't great for them because they like to be clean as well. So it's always great to let your dog out before you take it to the groomers and to take it out for a long walk. By exercising your dog, you're going to keep your dog nice and calm and you're going to tire them out. It's so much easier to groom a dog if we know that it's been on a nice long walk. And then also, if the dog's showing signs of anxiety, we can then minimalise what's causing their anxiety. So if they have been for a nice long walk, we can cross that off the list that they've been exercised, they've been fed, they've been watered. Um, and it's other things that are setting their anxiety off. So it's always perfect for you, for your dog and for your groomer to take your dog for a really nice extra long walk before they go to the grooming parlour. Obviously, if it's a boiling hot summer's day, then don't. Just let them out in the garden. Or if you live in a flat, take them for a short walk around the block, etc. So exercising your dog before going to the groomers is amazing. And we see the benefit from it when your dog's being groomed. So number four is find an understanding groomer for your dog. Now, not every dog we have in a parlour will suit our parlour. Every groomer has a different working methods of how they work with different dogs. So I deal quite well with anxious dogs personally or aggressive dogs personally. I have a couple of clients who dogs normally have to be sedated by the vets, either for a nail clip or for the full groom. So I've worked with those dogs over months and months of time to be able to build their confidence up and minimalise their anxiety when they're being groomed and that they're 10 times a lot calmer. So if you haven't found the right groomer for you, have a search around, have a chat with your groomer. If you're happy with how they cut your dog, but you feel that your dog's still a bit stressed or still a bit anxious when they come home, have a chat with your groomer and see if they can do something different to help you. Number five is the car ride. Now, some dogs get travel sick and some dogs get anxious when they get in the car. I have a border collie who is two and she gets really badly travel sick. We go down the road in the car um, and she starts licking her lips excessively. She automatically starts feeling sick. Now, if your dog is a dog that gets travel sick, they're already going to be stressed out from that travel journey from your house to the groomers because they're anxious about the car ride. Then they're anxious once they get to the groomers because they've had that stressful ride from A to B. So before you start taking them to the groomers, make sure that they're, they're okay to travel in a car for a longer time of period. And if they're not, find ways how to fix it. So some dogs are better to be crated and covered up in the car because they feel more safe. Other dogs like to have their head out the window whilst they're safely attached to the car. It all depends on your pooch and how what works for them and what works for you. So the less stress caused between leaving your house and getting to the groomers, the less stressed your dog's going to be at the groomers. 
Number six. So as I mentioned before, earlier on in the podcast, an introduction training visit. Um, it's so important for them to be able to get a feel for the groomers. And even if you haven't agreed on what groomer you're going for, go around different groomers in your local area and ask them if they can have like a five, 10 minute taster session with your dog in order for your dog to see who they prefer. Some dogs just take well and better to other people than other dogs do. Um, For instance, some dogs don't necessarily like males, so they'd be better with a female dog groomer. Or some dogs don't like females, so they'll be better with a male groomer. It's all about trial and error and seeing what works and accommodates better for your dog. And then special equipment is number seven. So we have different types of equipment in the grooming parlour to accommodate your dog if they're nervous or aggressive or anxious. So we have something called a calming cradle. So if your dog doesn't like its nails being done, we can hook them up to the table so they're secure and they're safe in something called a calming cradle. And it basically puts them in four legs and it's like a swing and it just gives them that comfort around their tummy because they have they, they like to feel comfort. So with the calming cradle, it basically just gives them a little cuddle and it, it tries to keep them as calm as possible whilst we clip their nails. And then obviously we have the muzzles if we need to use them. Some dogs aren't actually aggressive. They, they actually prefer wearing a muzzle because they know once they've got that muzzle on, there's nothing really they can do about it. So they tend to calm down quite a lot. So it's not whether they are you know, incredibly vicious and they absolutely will bite your groomer. But sometimes if you see your dog wearing a muzzle, it's not because they're going to bite. It's because they know that they haven't got that danger of biting someone and they are a lot calmer with the muzzle on. And you'll find that they actually relax if they wear it. We also have something called a happy hood, as I mentioned previously as well with drying. So when we dry our dogs, we use a blaster or a stand dryer or even a standard hair dryer. And some anxious dogs don't like the noise of the blaster. It's not so much the feel of the air coming out, it's just the noise of it. So we use something called a happy hood. And it basically, it's like a little glove that goes over the dog's head, goes over their ears, and their ears are tucked in underneath the happy hood. And it cuts out a lot of the noise of the dryer. So in hindsight they can't actually hear the dryer as well as they could have done if they weren't wearing it it just covers it up a bit more and doesn't make it as noisy so sometimes that will work for anxious dogs as well because they can't really hear it so they don't know what they're getting stressed about and then number eight is aromatherapy so some groomers use different calming uh, scents around the parlor they have plugins like adaptamol or different products that they can use and they just plug them in and it releases a relaxing smell around the parlour um, in order to calm the dog down when they come in. Um, it's not something I use personally because I don't have any clients that need that calming that much. But it can work and it may work for your dog. So it's worth having a chat again with your groomer to see if that's something that they, they might be able to offer as well. And then number nine, if your dog is really, really that anxious about going to the groomers you can ask your vet for a sedative so it will just give them like a calming tablet or a relaxation tablet and it just it takes that edge off slightly just doses them up ever so slightly and might make them a little bit calmer when they're having their grooming appointment and then number 10 is the most important it is patience and time 
don't rush your dog. If your dog is not ready for the groomers, then don't force it. Just maintain their coat at home until you feel that your dog is ready. Or again, have a chat with your groomer and see if they will do like a mini assessment to see if the dog's ready to be groomed. But as I said, time and patience is the most important for your dog, especially if you have a rescue, say a street dog that's seven years old and has never been groomed before. It's so important to build that bond with your dog between you and your dog before then getting your groomer to build the bond as well. We want to have a friendship with your dog. We want them to feel safe and for them to feel comfortable. And that is our job at the end of the day, is to make sure your dog's grooming experience is as calm and as easy and relaxed as possible.